This is Iron Sports 95.9, 106.9. We're honored again to have Rodney Orr of Tider Insider on. Thanks a lot, Rodney, for coming on Iron Sports. Hey, I appreciate you having me. So we're getting excited about the College Bowl playoffs on Friday, uh, Friday night, New Year's Eve, uh, the between Alabama and Cincinnati. So that's a, a little different entrance into the playoffs. But Rodney, you're an expert on the Alabama Crimson Tide. This year must have been just a, a super exciting year. And let's talk about Bryce Young a little bit. Heisman Trophy winner, uh, that great game against Auburn. Just an amazing performance from Bryce. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, how far has Alabama come now? Uh, they used to win games with game manager quarterbacks, as you remember, Ira. And now all of a sudden they've got a string that really started with Tua. Uh, Tua, Mack, and, and, and now Bryce. Uh, it's just been a phenomenal run of quarterbacks. And what Bryce has done with basically coming into this season with very, very little experience has been phenomenal. He's, he's had to learn a lot on, on the run, so to speak. And guess what? I would think about all the players that from last year, the supporting cast, Najee Harris, uh, Landon Dickerson, Alex Leatherwood, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, all those guys are gone. And, you know, Bryce has had to do it with a bunch of new players. It's just phenomenal what he's done. Uh, and, and you know what? I'll say this on top of that is the way Bryce handles himself, he's such a humble kid. Uh, you know, he doesn't get caught up in, in all of the hoopla. And I think that's perhaps the, uh, the most amazing thing. And that last drive he had against Auburn, converting the fourth downs, making play after play, when the whole season was on the line, I mean, we would not be talking about Alabama in the college football playoffs, even if, you know, with the two losses. And just to make it just seem like that game was lost and to be able to have that, I mean, that was, he got the ball, what, on the one-yard line and drove the, I mean, that, it's, you dream about things like that. Mm. Well, you know, covering this uh this series and, and following it for most of my life and I've been watching this series probably for 50 years uh, you know or more um, it, it, it's, it's called the Iron Bowl and amazing things happen in this game we've seen some incredible endings uh, that was one of the greatest of all time and you know Ira as I was watching there the minute 35 left Bama gets the ball back no timeouts at the three yard line and Bryce's first two passes fluttered nowhere near a receiver uh, because of the pressure. I was thinking, you know, this is against all odds, but this is the Iron Bowl and anything can happen. <laughs> and on third down, he scrambled away and made a great throw down the middle to John Mechie. And then boom, 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 he hit three or four consecutive throws. Uh, you know, put Alabama in position and then hit Ja'Cory Brooks, another uh, South Florida kid. Uh, for the win, uh, for to tie the game to send it into overtime. So yeah, it was an amazing drive. It's one that they they, they continue to talk about uh, right now today. You know, in the I was at the SEC championship game down in in Atlanta, and I at ten nothing, I felt like oh, it was done. Like I thought that there's no way that Georgia, I go just give them the national championship. Why even have the playoffs? And then I, I the pass that he had to Jamison Williams, then the passes to Matchy, just this. It, it's like Bryce Young again showed resilience in a game that it seemed like. I mean, was the first quarter was so frustrated, but able to turn that game around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing about Bryce. I mean, I think he and Saban are like the perfect pair 
because I, I don't think those two, uh, I think they're kind of the way they see things in a game is obviously much different than, than a lot of people. Um, because adversity, they, Saban goes into games expecting adversity. You know, and that's really what he drills into his players is there is going to be adversity. So it's not going to be smooth. And I, I think you know, a, a, the primary reason he does that, one of the primary reasons, number one, he knows it's going to happen. But number two is he wants them to have the right mindset that when adversity comes, we have to respond the right way. And, you know, in that game against Georgia, falling down 10 to nothing, a lot of people said, well, here, here comes the route. Uh, but, you know, uh, and Bryce was missing some throws. But they just made a few adjustments. He hits that big third down two throw, third and two throw, as you mentioned, across the middle to uh, Jamison Williams. And, and all of a sudden, on that one play, I think everything turned because Georgia finally was challenged. And it kind of as a side note heading into that game, Ira, that was the one thing. I got criticized a lot, even on my own website, <laughs> uh, by a lot of Alabama fans by saying Alabama can win this game. And, you know, they, they were just uh, – they saw nothing that suggested that could happen. But the fact was Georgia had not been challenged by a Bryce Young and a Jamison Williams and a John Mechie and, and the other players that Alabama had offensively. So that defense, give it its due, but it had not been challenged by these kind of skill players. And we saw what happened. I think even Georgia started reeling a little. Yeah, I mean, that's what the, it was almost they panicked. I mean, you saw a little bit in the Tennessee game when Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee, sure. near the end of the game, and people said, oh, well, it was just a blowout. It doesn't matter. But you saw that maybe the back end of their secondary had some weaknesses. But where does Alabama go? I mean, the loss to John Meachie, he was so good this year for them. And I just don't, will the other wide receivers, the Slade Boldens, be able to step up and replace his production? Well, you know, you lose Mechie. You lose a really physical player uh, that's a kind of brings a ton of leadership. Uh, you know, Mechie always makes these clutch catches too. Uh, but Slade Bolden has stepped up, made a tremendous uh, clutch catch there late in the SEC championship game down the middle when Alabama needed to keep the drive alive to run clock. Uh, so Bolden has is, is kind of come up big as a possession receiver. But Ja'Cory Brooks gained a tremendous amount of confidence. You know, he's gained a little bit of experience throughout the end of the year. He didn't play that much except special teams until late in the year and then made the, the catches, two catches in that winning drive against Auburn, of course, the big one. And, you know, that, that can sometimes uh, prepare a player for bigger things, as you know, the confidence and the experience. So I think Ja'Cory Brooks, Treshawn Holden is another kid originally from down there in Florida, Kissimmee, um, who has really kind of had some experience this year and shown some flashes. Uh, Both he and Brooks are kind of bigger guys. You know, I mean, they're 6'2", 6'2 plus. Treshawn may be 6'3". But, um, you know, they bring Alabama a good physical presence as receivers. Uh, JoJo Earl is expected back. Um, he's a real dynamo slot receiver who's been out the last two or three games with an injury. So, you know, I, I think, too, uh, watch out for hopefully Jaleel Billingsley, the H-back who has so much talent, has not really had a, a great year, and it's more kind of between the years, to be honest, uh, this year. But if, if Jaleel can get things together, he could be a really valuable weapon in Cameron Latu at tight end as well. 
Yeah, I mean, you mentioned all these, they're all five-star or four or five-star recruits. So it's not like when they yeah. lose in one five-star, they have other four-stars. I mean, look at the NFL. It's just full of Alabama wide receivers. And the defense this year has been criticized. Uh, some games, they, they just seem to not be able to stop anybody. It, it was not the traditional yeah. Alabama defense. But when the Heisman Trophy vote came out, Will Anderson was, I think, what, fifth or sixth? And people say, wow, well, a defensive Alabama player. The year that Will had is just, uh, he was sort of the anchor for that defense and, and to be able to keep Bama in those games. Well, think about this. Uh, in 2020, uh, Alabama had three of the top five Heisman get, uh, vote getters. Of course, obviously, Devontae won it. This year, they had two of the top five. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yes. That's five of the, you know, you know what I'm saying? Five so of the top five of the last about, ten. Five of the last ten, yeah. Yeah, five of the last ten. It's amazing. So it's next man up. That's kind of the philosophy here. Saban preaches it, and he expects them to be ready. Uh, when your opportunity comes and, uh, you know, he drills them for that opportunity uh, throughout the season. So I think think that's it. But with Will Anderson, with this defense, uh, you know, Will's been the leader. But but not only – he had over 30 tackles for losses. I I don't think – I think it's been at least a decade since a player has had 30-plus tackles for losses. So he had a great year, obviously, but – He's also kind of that heart and soul, like Bryce is for the offense. Um, you know, Will's kind of that guy, that vocal guy, even though he's only a sophomore. He's kind of the guy that sets the tone for the other players and says, hey, guys, this is what we're going to do. You know, we're, we're going we're gonna to get this thing straight. We're going to focus. We're going to do this. This is what he does that, that is so valuable, I think, for the defense. And they've played better. The defense has played, you know, obviously played a lot better um, – you know, didn't play well, didn't play poorly against Auburn actually, even though Auburn's not a juggernaut, but uh, offensively. But yeah, they they played a little better, sure. And then going into the Cincinnati game, I mean, some teams. Uh, would probably be when you're a 13 point favorite would be overlooking. I just cannot see. I mean, Saban's record against uh, non ranked teams, unranked teams th- uh, over his career has been tremendous, one of the greatest of all time. So I cannot believe that Alabama will overlook Cincinnati at all. Well, I, I guarantee you Nick Saban's preaching that. Uh, you know, they always – he always rep- talks about respecting your opponent no matter who it is because he wants that. Once again, it's a mindset, Ira. You know, you want everything to be a mindset. You want that to be your approach. And so he instills that, you know, nameless, faceless opponent, all of those things. And, yeah, they certainly respect Cincinnati because Cincinnati has a really good team. I mean, they're undefeated. Um you know, and, and they're going to certainly be prepared. Luke Fickle has done a tremendous job. And, you know, they're starting running back. Uh, Jerome Ford's a fantastic talent. Once again, a South Florida kid <laughs> that originally originally signed with Alabama. He actually started, if you remember, the 2019 season opener against Duke in Atlanta. Jerome Ford was the starting running back ahead of Najee Harris and, and – uh, Brian Robinson due to some, a couple of suspensions for a half, but he's a real talent. Um, so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a certainly, I think, again, mindset, let's be focused on Cincinnati, and, and I, I hope that this team has learned some lessons throughout the season 
the IRA when they haven't been focused, uh, the things that can happen that aren't positive. I mean, Desmond Ritter, this, the Bearcat quarterback, I mean, he just seems to yep. make smart play after smart play. Like, they're going against, and the one thing about Cincinnati, they are a senior-dominated team. I mean, this is not, they are. They have been around together. They've been through the wars over the last sure. three years. This is a, this is a team that that if they get if Bama gets into a fight, they're 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 gonna they're gonna give it sure. a great shot with their experience. Oh, there's there's look, this is a real challenge. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, I, I don't think that most people are taking it lightly. Um, you're you're right. I mean, last year they even though Georgia was depleted in that bowl game that they played against with Cincinnati, Cincinnati should have won the game. I think they feel like Cincinnati feels like they let the thing slip away at the end when they should have won it. So, yeah, they're going to come in with a lot of confidence. They're going to be enthused. They're going to be enthusiastic. They're going to have a lot of energy. And guess what? They're probably going to have some early success in this game, and they'll try to feed off of that. And I think that's the thing that Alabama has to do. Nick Saban talks about we have to change their minds. And he's not talking about Cincinnati. I mean, he said it through the years. Is you know, When we go into these games, we're going to have to change their minds because these teams are coming in. They're coming in with a lot of energy, a lot of passion to try to uh, you know, get, get off on a good, good foot and all this. But we're going to have to change their minds. And I think that's really, in this game, Alabama's going to have to do a good job of changing Cincinnati's mind. Well, Rodney, we've had you on a couple times before. I really appreciate it. Uh, tell people how to reach you and how to find out about the Tider Insider, which if you're interested in Alabama football, is probably the best source of information. Well, TiderInsider.com, it's only $48 a year. And it's, uh, you can get instant access. If you're an Alabama fan, uh, to all our premium information, our all-sports forum, which is part of our premium package, it's uh, a community of Alabama fans and uh, probably the largest community on the Internet, and it's certainly the most vocal, I can assure you of that. But uh, just a lot of information. Anything that happens in college football, college basketball, whatever it is as it relates to you know college sports, it appears right there on TiderInsider.com. So, again, it's only $48 a year. So that's great. Well, Rodney, I really appreciate you coming on and talking to, uh, on Iron Sports and talking about the Alabama Crimson Tide. Thanks a lot for coming on today. Ira, I appreciate it. You have a Merry Christmas and uh, same to all your listeners. Thank you so much.